The following program is sponsored by Bell & Pollock PC. Welcome to Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. Attorneys Gary Bell and Brad Pollock are ready to work for you. Reach Gary, Brad, and their team at championsofthepeople.com or by calling 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. The Champions of the People Injury Show. Fasten your seatbelt. We're on a road trip today to talk about injury law. Bell and Pollock, we are injury attorneys. We have over 30 years of experience each. Brad Pollock and Gary Bell here. And we help injured victims put their lives back together again. And we've been doing it for a very long time. We do cases all over the state of Colorado. We have an office in Denver. We have an office in Steamboat Springs. You can give us a call anytime at 303-795-5900. And our website championsofthepeople.com and by the way when you go to our website championsofthepeople.com all of our books are there we've written six books they're all free you can download an e-copy free if you want a hard copy you can call our office at 303-795-5900 if we have any new listeners welcome this is an injury show we break down the component parts of an injury claim we show you how the insurance company on the for the at-fault party the one who hits you creamed you, broke your leg, hurts your back, makes you have back surgery, rehabilitative treatment, conservative protocol treatment, that person, that insurance company is what we're talking about. They have their own agenda. They have their own strategy. They have their own strategies to beat you. And if you think otherwise, you're wrong. Understand the perspective. Understand the, the rules. If you know the rules, you can win the war. We try to teach you the rules here every week. We're so glad you came uh, to listen to us. And if you want a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan, all you have to do is call us at 303-795-5900. Are doctors, are insurance doctors, really doctors? Do they look at your injuries fairly, neutrally? Or are they biased in some way or many ways? You know, when you're injured, you go to these uh, insurance doctors, and we're going to cut it, uh, break it down for you today. But you know, Brad, uh, let's, let's talk about the overall picture. We usually use our example as a motor vehicle accident. You're in a motor vehicle accident, b- bike accident, uh, motorcycle accident. You're injured. You're going to file a claim. We've talked about settlement. And eventually, eventually, and we'll cover it today, the insurance company for the outfall party wants to send you to the so-called insurance medical exams, so-called independent medical exams. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of a problem that we'll be facing as we go through this today and talking about it. Uh, but the big picture is is that you've got a doctor who's been treating you, doctor who's been taking care of you, doctor who knows you, um, and is is trying to address your injuries. Now, um, these the doctors who are treating you, their job is to try and get you better, um, and obviously they are vested in making you better and trying to give you the appropriate treatment that you are entitled to. They render opinions about what your injuries are and, and whether or not you, they believe you're credible and whether or not they are, um, are giving the proper care. They, they're very careful about what they do. I mean, we know treating physicians uh, want, to, want to have success in what they do also. Um, but insurance companies will say they need a second opinion. And when I say that, most people think, well, that sounds pretty good. 
second opinion is not a problem, except for what you have to realize is they don't really want a second opinion because if they wanted a second opinion, they'd have a different system or they'd have a different way of choosing the, the, or having the doctor decided upon who's going to give that second opinion. Instead, they make sure they go to um, their own handpicked doctors that are in their, their stable of doctors, is what I like to call them. So, but what we start with is doctors who are carrying out and, and, and setting forth a treatment plan. Now, you know, everybody has, uh, I can't say everybody, but a lot of people out there have had doctors who they initially look at and they go, boy, I don't like the way my doctor's treating me or I don't seem to be getting better or it's not getting better. And they are just um, not, not, don't seem attentive enough and people want to change doctors. And that's understandable that you may want to do that and you want to see where that doctor comes from and what the doctor's doing and get the doctor's uh, treatment plan. But that's a lot different than picking a doctor that you're using for uh, the sole purpose of monetary gain and the sole purpose of being able to um, make sure that the case comes out the way you want it. And that's what insurance companies do. Right. So they send you to these so-called independent medical examinations. They're not independent at all. That's what they call it. And I've heard it in court. Brad's heard it in court by the defense doctors. I mean, by the defense lawyers, excuse me. And they say, well, you know, doctor, did you perform an independent medical examination uh, at our request? There's nothing independent about these things. Nothing. And you need to know about it. And you need to know the rules. We're going to cover them today. You can call us anytime at 303-795-795. Five nine zero zero seven nine five fifty nine hundred. We've said it before. Say it again. This is not an area you want to guess or hope or or, or think under under the one of the myths that surely in some insurance company is going to be fair to you, and surely some insurance company is going to take care of you. So you're injured in this car crash. Let's say you're at a stoplight and you're rear-ended, and you went off the emergency room, or you didn't. You went to the medical doctor, and you've been treating for months, and you file an insurance claim. Right? That's the picture. That's what we're talking about. And so this insurance company eventually, and we're going to cover the rules, but they're going to want to send you to uh, a, a doctor, a stranger to you. You've never seen this person before. Who is this doctor? What are they all about? Are they biased? Are they paid by the insurance companies? How much do they get paid? Some of them make millions of dollars a year just analyzing and evaluating injured people. What do you think? What do you think about that? They make millions of dollars a year for insurance company X, insurance company Y, insurance company Z to uh, analyze, examine, and write reports about injured victims. What, what do you think their slant's going to be? What do you think their bias is going to be? What do you think their take on your injury is going to be? And that's the doctors we're talking about. We're not talking about your treating doctors. We're talking about these, these doctors that have a hidden agenda. And it's worse than that because once you get to court and these doctors get on the stand and testify, you can't ever ask them about uh, insurance companies hiring them. You can't mention the word insurance in trial, right? And so the jury is wondering, who is this doctor? And this doctor, well, it seems like a, she seems like a nice person. She seems very knowledgeable. And so who is this person? And so we're, uh, we're also going to cover that today. Uh, so, Brad, you, you file this injury claim. You try to get it settled. We always try to get cases in our office settled. Uh, many times they won't settle, and as we've said, many times they won't even pay the amount of the medical bills, and so if you don't like it, file a lawsuit. So they force you into a lawsuit, and let's talk about a little bit about Rule 35 and how this works, because Rule 35 is what governs where these so-called independent doctors come from. Uh, and, and it's important that the attorney uh, tries to get strict compliance with Rule 35, uh, and that means that there should be some identification of the area of the, of the, of the examination and what they're going to be examining for. Uh, you want to know what the doctor's credibility or credentials are. 
unfortunately, if, when you've been in the business as long as we have, Gary, it, it, there's a point where we pretty much know the doctor's credentials because it's the same doctor is doing these examinations, which in and of itself, it helps you understand what's what's happening with regard to um, the doctors and and the insurance companies. Um, we, we start with a, a, a basic premise. Uh, these are insurance medical exams, but you're not entitled to call them insurance medical exams because in Colorado, you're not entitled to use the word insurance and identify insurance in trial. So what the uh, defense or what the insurance company has tried to call them is independent medical exam. Now, People sitting out there hearing those words think, wow, you know, an independent medical exam. That sounds that sounds like somebody pretty important. And and that sounds like somebody we can believe in and we can trust him because they're an independent. They're independent. They're they're not they're not maybe uh, too too tied into or too susceptible to the suggestions of their of their patient. These are separate treaters. Uh, There's nothing independent about these doctors. There's nothing independent about their medical exams. They know who is paying them. They know who will pay them in the future. They know who will hire them. Many times these doctors are in a situation where, as you said, Gary, uh, a great deal, a, a high percentage of their dollars that they make every year is being paid by these insurance companies. The doctors are 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 learned about among defense counsel uh, by by word of mouth be, uh, based on which ones do the best and which ones are most favorable in the insurance realm to help the insurance and the defendants. The the doc, a lot of the doctors are either heading towards retirement or semi-retired and are phasing out their clinical practice to be able to do the depositions and to be able to do the cases and and the, the examinations many times these doctors something we'll talk about in the future want to have a fight over what's happening in the case because they get paid so much to do their meager and sometimes very cursory exam and then their very thorough report that they already have um, basically uh, at least the boilerplate language already prepared by the time they get ready to do it and their forms prepared but they want to fight because now they're going to get to charge a thousand dollars an hour, or seven hundred and fifty dollars an hour, or two thousand dollars an hour at a minimum of two hours. So they're going to get be guaranteed two to four thousand dollars to do a deposition. Now they're going to be able to charge a minimum of five thousand dollars to appear to appear in trial, or a standard fee of five thousand, whether they're in trial for even a half an hour or, or they're in trial for a couple hours. Of course, if it runs past those couple hours, then they're going to want to get more. Now, I'm saying a lot, and we're going to go back back in and break this down. But there's nothing independent about these doctors. They are very much, and these experts. You can you can also do it with the with the accident reconstruction experts. There's nothing independent about these people when it comes to what they're doing and how and they know who's buttering their bread. You're not going to believe what we're going to show you today. You know, you go to your treating doctor, you're injured, you trust your treating doctor. Some people have seen their treating doctor for years, five years, 10 years, 15 years. Then all of a sudden you have to file an injury claim. Then all of a sudden the insurance company sends you off to one of these so-called independent medical exams. How do you deal with this doctor in your claim? How do you deal with this insurance company doctor in your trial? Bell and Pollock, Champions of the People, we'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your legal minute. You're injured. It's a car crash. You've been rear-ended. Now you're going to talk to the insurance adjuster. Surely they're going to help you. Wrong. Surely they're going to be on your side. Wrong. Do you know what to say and do in the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster? If they said, we're going to send you a few forms to fill out, would you do it? We're going to send you some releases and a questionnaire. Should you do it? No. Should you sign the releases? No. You need to listen to our show. Go to our website. Listen, championsofthepeople.com. There's a button there that you can hit, and it's called What You Need to Know Before the Very First Phone Call with the Insurance Adjuster. You can come in, have a free initial consultation with us, and we'll help you there. And we'll give you a free legal game plan. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Good morning. Welcome back. Fasten your seatbelt. The Champions of the People Injury Show, our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We do cases all over the state of Colorado. We do all kinds of injury cases, including workers' compensation cases. We represent injured workers, injured victims. If you're on your motorcycle and you've been injured, we can can help help that situation. We've done this for years. Put experience on your side. Brad has over 30 years of experience. I have over 30 years of experience. Uh, We've been in business in Bell & Pollock for many, many years to help a lot of injured victims and their families put their lives back together again. It's hard to go through this process. You cannot just hope. You can't hope it's going to work out better. You can't guess or wonder, and you cannot and will not any longer accept the myth of, well, it was the other person's fault, and they've got insurance, and that's what insurance is for, so surely in some insurance company is going to pay me, right? Surely they're going to pay for my medical bills and my injuries, right? Surely they're going to be fair and give me appropriate fair compensation, correct? If, if you believe any of those, you need to listen to our shows. You need to go get our books at championsofthepeople.com. We have six books there that you can download an e-copy free. And by the way, we, we wrote one book called Legal Game Plan, right? Years and years and years of dealing with this. And we see all these insurance companies have their strategies to beat injured victims. They have their strategies. They know what they're doing. They're well-trained. We've seen over the years that the people come in our office are not well-trained. They might be, they might be well-trained in IT. They might be well-trained um, in construction. They might be well-trained in landscaping. But they are not trained in this area. And the insurance companies and their adjusters are trained. That's why we wrote the book Legal Game Plan. What does that mean? You can get the book. It means a strategy or strategies for you. Strategies on how your accident happened, what your injuries are, what your pre-existing condition is. If you've been hit by a drunk driver, different legal game plan. If you've been hit by a texting driver, different game plan. If you need surgery, different game plan. We give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. Today we're talking about the so-called independent insurance medical doctors. You file a claim. The insurance company forces you to go to court. They force you to file a lawsuit because they won't offer you any money. Then they call you greedy. Then they call your attorneys greedy. And then they put you through the ringer. And they, one of the ringers is called Rule 35, CRCP. That's Colorado Rules of Civil Procedure, whereby the insurance company can then send you to one of their hand-picked hidden agenda 
doctors, and that's what we're talking about today. They're not they're not independent. So so Brad, when the, when these people you're notified, you're going to go to an independent so called independent doctor. You said before the break they're not independent. They have their own agendas. Uh, you know, some of these doctors, they make millions of dollars a year from insurance companies. When you take their depositions, you've taken many of them. I've, I've sat with you when you take them. You've been with me. You ask them, uh, you ask them how, how much money they say make from insurance company X, insurance company Y. They say, I don't know. Well, they, they try to hide it. They don't want you to know. Uh, you, you, and you're thinking, well, these are supposed to be doctors who you want to have be honest and who should understand that this is a typical question. I mean, we have a number of competent attorneys in the state that handle personal injury cases. And when I talk to those attorneys and when we all get together, I know that every single one of them will ask that question. Doctor, how much do you make doing these examinations? How many of them do you do? And how much and and how much do you get to put in your pocket? Or how much is paid to your, to your practice? And... Uh, how is it compensated and what 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 comes from your activities of being a quote independent medical doctor and an expert witness for defense and the amazing part is they always say they don't know they always they you don't get one who says you know i knew that question was going to be asked i've been asked that question for the last 10 years and i thought that it was only appropriate that i'm going to just tell you and you know by virtue of the fact they're hiding it that they understand and they're well aware of the fact that it's a devastating bit of information and makes them look very bad and they don't want you to know. And when you get into it and you start saying, well, doctor, how many do you do? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, how many times do you testify? Now we have court rules. It took court rules to finally get the doctors to give you that information of how many, how much they testify. But when you look and say, doctor, I see you've testified all these times, that, that's testified in a deposition or testified at trial. But how many people did you examine where it, the case was settled? Which no, normally, if the, what, maybe 2% go to trial? Maybe, maybe 10 or 15% result in a deposition? The rest don't? Doctor, how many people do you see outside of this list that we've got? Well, I don't know. Well, how much did you get paid for testifying for in these cases that we have that you, the, the court made you give us that information? Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't keep track of that. Come on. Come on, people. Now, you know, when you're sitting out there and you think about it, how many people really do you think? Hey, do you think these doctors are doing this and, and, and are collecting their money and are putting money in their pocket and are collecting their paychecks? And do you think they don't have a breakdown anywhere in their office of what kind of money they make from State Farm and from Farmers and from Geico and Progressive and how much money they make from these insurance companies? Do you think they can't walk over and get it? Do you think they're that poor of business people? that they don't have any idea. These are doctors who, as I said, have been around for years and years and years doing this year in and year out, or are doctors who are heading towards semi-retirement so they can do this. You ask them, how much do you spend in time and how much money do you get in that versus a clinical practice? And for those listening that don't know, a clinical practice means actually treating patients, treating patients, not actually taking care of the insurance company and, and stroking the insurance company. You know, they write those reports, and how do they get these reports? What do these reports mean? 
Uh, so they're, they're, the, the, the process is you file an injury claim. Uh, the insurance company says they want you to go to Dr. X. You don't know who this person is. is a stranger. What, what can they do? Can they examine you? Can they put your hands on you to palpate you to figure out range of motion? Yes. Are there any protections? Yes. You can win this war, but you must understand first there is a war. You must understand there are rules, and you need a strategy and strategies to win. You can come see us anytime, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900, our website, championsofthepeople.com. And you can go to our website, download any of our books for free. All of our podcasts are there. It's an information-loaded website. It's an eye-popping event when you depose, take the deposition of these so-called independent doctors. They're not independent. And they know that when you get to trial, you can't ask them, do you work for an insurance company? Do the insurance company pay you? Can't even mention the word insurance. So they, they know they're going to get to get on the stand, and they look like they're just uh, independent, as Brad said earlier. They look like, wow, you got great credentials. You went to Cornell. You went to George Washington Medical School. Wow, you went to Stanford. Right? You've been practicing. You were practicing. But when you break it down, you ask them in the depositions. They don't know how much money. They won't tell you. They, well, that's my office manager. Take her deposition. I don't know. But some of these other eye-popping answers are, inc- are incredible, right? Because when they write the reports, what do they do? They try to downplay your injuries. Those are big words. I'm going to repeat that. They try to downplay your injuries. So you're treating with your doctor. They referred you to a, to a, a neurosurgeon. The neurosurgeon does an MRI of your lumbar, L, L3, L4, L5. Says you need fusion surgery. Then here comes the so-called independent medical doctor for the, hired by the insurance company. And they say, you don't, not only do you not need surgery... That's ridiculous, but you should have recovered from this in six, six weeks. Now you're a year down the road. The doctors recommended your doctors, your treating doctors are recommending surgery, and they say you don't need surgery. And by the way, most people, most people have recovered from this. Most people have. That's what they'll tell you. And most everybody's recovered. There's no really injuries that come from a crash. There's no really injuries that come from, from, from being smashed into and being hit from behind and and as they said, and, and then if you did get injured, you would have recovered within a few months. Definitely, definitely within six months. Uh, no, 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 Gary. They're not going to criticize the doctor giving the treatment. Sometimes they'll go that far. But most of the time they just go, well, that doctor just doesn't see it. The doctor just, you know, this person is just malingering and faking. And the, the relationship between the, the treating doctor and the patient is such that the treating doctor continues to treat, but it's the patient who's malingering. It's the patient who should have, uh, and, 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 and probably has, has um, recovered. And it just happens to be the patient who is the, the bad person here. And no, I'm not calling him a really bad person. I'm just saying that they're doing it for secondary gain. And, you know, that's a nice way of doing exactly what you said at the beginning. Uh, calling the patient greedy, uh, you know the the insurance company has a a steady steady vein that you can follow in cases of somewhere somehow and whenever possible calling the person seeking recovery for their injuries greedy, period. Or they state or imply, as we've said before in the reports and in their approach and their strategy, their strategy against you to beat you. They say or state or imply expressly or impliedly that you, they call it different things, you're a poor medical records historian. They imply that you're not telling the truth. They imply your medical record entries are inconsistent. You've never even seen your records, right? I mean, how many of you sitting today have ever really got a copy of your medical records from your treating doctor? 
I never have. And you're injured and you don't you really go there and, and get your copies of your medical records until you have a claim. And then you start reading your records and there are mistakes in records. And these so-called independent doctors seize on these mistakes. If you know the rules, you can win this war. If you have a strategy or strategies, you can win this war. You cannot win this war by hoping and guessing. You cannot just go it alone. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900 or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. When these doctors won't tell you, right, in a deposition or otherwise, how much they make in a year from insurance company X, insurance company Y, insurance company Z, when they won't tell you, and they, and they know that's important information, and they say they don't have the records or they don't remember, there's ways to do it. Next up on the Bell and Pollock Legal Show here, we're going to explain to you how you protect your rights and how you do it. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people. We'll be right back. Honey, the kids are going nuts. Everybody's stir-crazy. And my patience is running thin. It's almost lunchtime. Why don't we go to Caitlin's? Their food is amazing. And they have those awesome baskets filled with fun to keep the kids pacified and entertained. Mm, That sounds perfect. What is it you like to get there again? Ooh, for starters, I love their green chili and chicken nachos. Then, I usually get most queso with the ground chuck patty, cheddar, and jack cheese. Diced onions, tomatoes, and green chilies between two warm flour tortillas. Served at the side of green or red chili. Yum! What about you? Well, I'm famished, so I think I'll get one of their 13 sandwiches. Hmm, maybe I'll get one of each. And I, and I love the way you can get their sandwiches made into wraps instead. Maybe one of their bacon green chili cheeseburgers or their salads. Or, Honey, or their rain it in. Kids, we're going to Caitlin's. Caitlin's Restaurant at the corner of Mississippi and South Birch Street, just east of Colorado Boulevard in Glendale. Open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Caitlin's Restaurant. You'll love it every bite of the way. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Here we go. Fasten your seatbelt. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. Our telephone number is 303 303- Seven nine five five nine zero zero. That's seven nine five fifty nine hundred. And we have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And we do cases, and we have done cases all over the state of Colorado for years. You can give us a call anytime. Our website is championsofthepeople.com. We do workers' comp cases, all kinds of injury cases. We're on the injured victim side. We help them and their family. So, you got the so-called independent medical examination by the doctor, by the insurance company, right? You, you know, so if they won't tell you how much they're going to make by any, by any insurance company, uh, so you, you can, we, sometimes we go at it like this, and this is kind of a sample in a deposition, right? Well, doctor, how many, how many of these so-called IMEs, independent medical examinations, do you do a day? Oh, I don't know. Well, give me an average. Well, I don't know. Well, give me a range. Well, the range might be... Um, I might be. I might do two to four to five a day. Two to four to five a day. How much do you get paid per medical examination? Well, I don't know. I'll have to check my billing records. Well, just give me an average here. Tell me how much you get paid. All right, so say $1,500 or $2,000 just for the examination and to write the report. 
If it's two, that's $4,000 a day, right? If it's five, that's $10,000 a day, right? And then, if, and as Brad said earlier in the, in the in show, when they write the report, they criticize your care. They criticize you. That's, that's what they're hired and paid for. And you can't bring up the fact that their insurance doctor's in trial. And they criticize your treatment. And they say it was not reasonable and necessary. The, the, your own treating doctor treating you, they say it's not reasonable and necessary. But you can do the math on that. How much is, how much is $10,000 a day uh, for the whole year? You can do the math on that. And that's where these doctors come from, and that's where they get their bias, and that's how they write the reports. Oh, so, Gary, yeah, Gary, right. let, let, you know, come on. Uh, it, it, you have an industry that is sending you four to $10,000 worth of business per day, and you would dare say anything bad about them. Oh, you're, you're going you're gonna to contradict them? You're going to make it so they, they have to pay even more money? You would actually fall on the side of the injured person when the industry that's paying you four to ten is paying you four to ten thousand dollars a day to stand up for them and say they're not hurt. Come on, you know what's what's that take for people to realize? It 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 it, it just astounds me that it's hard to get that across, and the doctors and the insurance companies know it, so they try to hide it. And, and, you know, we know it's common in our law firm because we, we represent injured victims. We have to file a claim. They call us greedy. They call everybody greedy. They call the, the person a malingerer. Don't you be afraid of this. Don't you let them frighten you. Don't you do it. Don't you dare do it. You can win this war. You can win the battle. But, as we've said, if, you, if you're going to win the battle, you need to know the rules. You need to know the playing field. You need to know the battleground and the strategies. Then you can win. You're not just hoping or assuming or, or believing or guessing. You can win. But... You must know the rules, and your attorney must know the rules. So when we file a claim, and then the the defense lawyer who works for for gets paid by the insurance company basically says we want to send your client to an IME, an independent medical examination. There's nothing independent about it, so they're going to send it to. Him. We know the doctors. We, we okay. Which doctor do you want to send them to? Well, Doctor X, Doctor Y, Doctor Z, and so and so Brad. So they have to know what to do when they go to the doctor's office. They have to know what Rule 35 is about and the scope of the examination and what's going to happen. And by the way, if you go to this doctor, are they going to do diagnostics? Are they going to do invasive testing? Are they going to take blood samples? Are they going to do an MRI? Those have to be worked out in advance. If it Once again, if you're doing your job as the d- attorney, uh, helping your client, making sure your client is protected, you need to set down ground rules in advance. Now, sometimes those ground rules have to go to court. Sometimes you have to have a hearing before the before the examination takes place. Uh, in in my b- practice, we never call them an independent medical exam. They try to call them that. I call them a defense medical exam because that's what it is. It's a defense medical exam. And, and the defendants will quite often try to say, well, it's independent because it's a person not treating. That's what they want to say. Because they don't want to get into independent as in a person who's independent from either side. They don't want to get into that argument. Because if they try to push that term, they know that we're going to come down on them like a load of bricks. And they don't want that. So instead, they want to say, well, it's independent as in a non-treating. And my statement is, if it's independent as a non-treating, then we'd be getting somebody that has no real affiliation with the insurance companies. So it's a defense medical exam. And so they always then try to call it just a medical exam, a Rule 35 exam. And a Rule 35 exam is one that is permitted by the courts, but you can get ground rules. And if you don't get ground rules as part of your game plan, then you're going to lose out. 
You need to have certain ground rules about what can and can't happen. And if they if they won't agree to them, go to court and get the ground rules you can from the court. Have the court participate and get the judge to tell you what the ground rules are going to be for that court's for that judge's courtroom. And we keep talking about Rule Thirty Five, so that's Rule Thirty Five of the Colorado Rules of Civil Procedure. What does it mean? It means that a party like the insurance company on the, on the defendant side can send the injured victim, the injured claimant to a doctor for a, for a uh, medical examination. And that's why the insurance companies and their defense lawyers call them independent medical examination, but they're not independent. We've covered that. But that's how the process works. But they can't just do anything and everything. So the scope, Rule 35 says they have to identify the scope. So we got to have attorneys that press it. They get it specifically identified. Are they going to do invasive testing? Are they going to do blood tests? I mean, you have to know you're going to a complete stranger doctor, right? And if you don't do what they say, then they say you're not cooperating. You're not, you're not helping. And then these doctors write these reports, which we're going to get into in the last part of the show, and, sh- and show you how the reports ha- ha- come down and how you can beat them. But the, the doctors then, uh, so, so what kind of exam are you going to have? A neurological exam? Or you have EMG testing? Or you're going to have uh, x-rays, MRIs? You're going to have uh, an exam where they put their hands on you and, and, and palpate and look, look at range of motion? And so those things have to be figured out in advance as a strategy, as part of a legal game plan. Read our book. Do you have to disrobe for this doctor? This isn't somebody you've chosen. I mean, think about it for all of you that have doctors. I mean, you pick a doctor, you choose a doctor. Sometimes you're very careful about the doctor you choose. Uh, And now you're going into a stranger's room that the insurance company has selected for you. Uh, and and we don't automatically more and more because of what we see on the news we don't automatically have to agree or believe these doctors are going to be appropriate that they're going to do what they're supposed to do is a doctor going to be alone or is the doctor going to bring in their witness usually their quote nurse uh, so they bring that person in that's been with them for years and also plays the game are, are you entitled to bring your own person in to can you put limitations on what the doctor does uh, what, what, when you don't know the scope, you can't talk about limitations. Are the, is the doctor going to have you do something that makes you that, that's going to hurt you? Uh, when the doctor says, well, you, you didn't try and you say you did, are you going to have any witnesses who are going to be able to say what was happening and what the doctor wanted? When, when you say the doctor wanted me to do an exercise or do a, a maneuver that I told the doctor I just can't do, it's too painful. And if I do it, it's going to cause me pain for the entire day. Uh, are you going to be able to prove that? Uh, what What do you do as far as being able to protect yourself with what's happening? And you're going to find more and more doctors don't like to be watched. You know, uh, if you ever were sitting in our law firm, and you and so we, one of our clients is going to go to a so-called independent medical examination. I call them insurance medical examinations or defense-compelled medical examinations. If they're going to go, then we say, well, we want a third-person witness to be present. No, 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 no. They don't want that. Yes, we want a third person. Sometimes we've sent nurses with our clients to the IME, right? Nurses, and, and to watch the doctor. And they don't like that because they don't like to be watched. They want it one-on-one. And then they want to write in the report that the injured victim said this, said that. And your client says, I never said that. But there's nobody else to there to prove it. They don't want a third person there. So then you say, we want to tape record it. Then you say, we want to video record it. No, no, they oppose that. Why? Why? If it's so-called independent medical examination, if it's net neutral, if it's fair, and if it's justified, why don't they want to be videoed? Why doesn't they want to have a? Why don't they want to have a third person there? 
So this this can be attackable, but these strategies have to be set up uh, in advance by your attorney. Your attorney has to know these and fight for you. Right, because the the insurance industry, defense lawyers, and the defense doctors will try to hide what they do. And they do it because they know that they have a better chance of being successful if they hide it, and then they can just say this the way it is. Because after all, if 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 it's just you versus the doctor, well, the doctor looks and goes, well, of course that they would lie. Of course, they're trying to get money. And and no matter how hard you try to push and pull and argue that, well, doctor, you're just trying to get money too, the doctor will look and go, oh, no, 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 I, that's not the way I am. I, I would not do that, but you are going to get a direct payment. I You're just saying I might get referrals in the future, and they argue that they are telling the truth. After all, they are the expert. They are the person with the license and with the degree and the the person who who's been able who who's been through the practice and it has years of experience in the practice so they know that their word is probably going to be believed over that of the injured person you are not going to let them take advantage of you you are going to pick attorneys that know how to fight for you and will fight for you and call us anytime 303 795 5900 we are dead serious about protecting your rights we have officers in Denver and Steamboat Springs, and we do cases all over the state of Colorado. Injury cases, helping you navigate this insurance maze. Next up, we're going to be talking about the Greenberg case in Colorado. Greenberg. This case is eye-popping to you. You're going to want to know about it because it's relevant to what you do when you're an injured victim. Go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. All of our podcasts are there. All of our shows are there. This show will be uploaded as soon as it can be. You know, we do other injury shows in the Denver metro area and in the mountains. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. It's there for you. We're here for you. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're talking about emergency room visits. We're talking about car crashes and your injuries. When you go to the emergency room, it's a traumatic event. You're probably not thinking clearly. You need to remember to try to tell the doctors all your legitimate symptoms that you're feeling. Many times, the symptoms get missed. They get missed in the ambulance ride. They get missed once you get to the emergency room. You don't remember to tell them about your ankle or your low back or your hip. They're concentrating on your neck. Maybe they're worried about your spinal cord. Maybe they're worried about a brain bleed. They're doing MRIs. They might do a CT scan. The insurance companies try to use these records against you when you're in your weakest moment. We can help you. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. Give us a call. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. It's Mandy Connell, and it's time for your Legal Minute. Brought to you by my friends at Bell and Pollock. Listen to their show right here on KOA every Saturday at 10 a.m. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. We're talking about legal game plans today. What difference does it make? Listen, you've been injured in a car crash. It's not an ordinary day or event for you, but it is for the insurance company. You need a legal game plan as to how the accident happened. What was the mechanism of injury? How did you get hurt? What body parts are hurt? Maybe it's the cervical part of your neck. Maybe it's the lumbar part of your spine and the low back. You need a legal game plan for the accident. You need a legal game plan for your damages, injuries, and losses and how to prove them to the insurance company for the at-fault party. If you don't, you're guessing. You wouldn't guess at a recipe. You wouldn't guess at a blueprint. 
You wouldn't guess at Directions. You need a legal game plan. Bell and Pollock will give you one. Championsofthepeople.com. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Here we go. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. This show is called the Champions of the People Injury Show. We do various shows throughout the Denver metro area area, including Saturday morning live show, call-in show, 7 o'clock on KHOW, 630 on the AM dial. That's 7 o'clock in the morning. We have all kinds of injury shows. This show is brought to you to break down the components of your injury claim and tell you and show you how you can win the war against the insurance company and those defense attorneys that try to beat down or defeat your claim. I mean, think about it. You you were sitting at a stoplight. You're rear-ended. And now you have insurance companies and attorneys for insurance companies paid for by the insurance companies. Right, they try to beat your claim and get you down to nothing. And if you have to go to trial, they want to win it. And you were rear-ended and you did nothing wrong. Right now, the Greenberg case. Let's talk about that. You go to one of these so-called independent, and I keep saying that so-called because it's not independent. This independent medical examination by this insurance doctor, paid for uh, by the insurance company, hired by the insurance company, but you can't ask that question in trial. You can't say, do you work for insurance company X? You can't even bring up the word insurance. Now, you go to this doctor. We were telling you under Rule 35 of the Colorado Rules of Civil Procedure what they can do. You have to understand the scope of the examination in advance. Is the exam going to last 10 hours, 5 hours, 3 hours? You need to, your, your attorney needs to tie this down. You need to know this precisely before you walk into that door. What's going to happen? What are your rights? What can you say? What can you not say? What should you do? What should you not do? You can call us anytime at 303 795-5900-795-5900. This case, when you go to one of these so-called defense-compelled medical examinations, right? Do they owe any duties or obligations to you, the injured victim? And the Supreme Court of Colorado has said, no, they don't. Basically, unless, you, unless, they, unless they offer you active treatment, which they're very smart about not doing, they can pretty much put in these reports anything they want to. It, it is amazing because these people can come forward and affect your lives in many, many ways. But they tell you that while you're going there for this examination, there's no patient-physician relationship being established. You're not, you're not, you didn't ask for this doctor. You're not hired, but you're not hiring this doctor. This doctor is not there to give you medical treatment. This doctor is there just to see what's going on. The doctor can even say you failed to follow appropriate medical treatment or can say that if you did this medical treatment in the future, you'd probably be better within three months or six months. The doctor can say that you're not really hurt when it's not true. The doctor can avoid getting MRIs, can avoid getting getting necessary testing and lab testing, but and, and make an opinion that's going to deprive you of the ability to be able to address your injuries. The doctor has no liability to you. The 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 the, the insurance company. And, and the and the doctors, the defense doctors who do this, fought very hard in Greenberg because Greenberg initially was one saying there was some responsibility because Greenberg referred the person over for some testing and the, the patient in the testing um, ended out getting hurt. 
But the, but the Greenberg decision makes clear that because there's no relationship and, and Gary, a lot of these doctors now in the form they want filled out before you come in, have that right in their form. They make you sign a document saying you recognize there's no physician patient relationship that they're not giving you any care. And so they have no liability responsibility. You, they can flat out be a hundred percent wrong that's going to result in tremendous injury to you and tremendous loss to you and they have no liability responsibility and, and they know it they full well know it so you, let's get this picture right you file an injury claim it wasn't your fault you were rear-ended at 55 miles an hour boom changed your life ruined your life you're going to go to this defense compelled medical examination this so-called independent medical examination that's not independent at all you're going to go to a doctor, but there's not a treating doctor. This is an insurance doctor. They're going to write a report. They're going to examine you and write a report, and they're going to say anything they want to say. And unless they give you active treatment, there's no responsibility or liability or duty. They can say, you said X, Y, Z. You can say, I didn't say that in the exam room, but you didn't let me have a third-person witness in there. You didn't let me have a nurse present. You didn't let me have my wife come or my husband come. It was just the doctor and me and his or her nurse. That doctor wants their nurse as a witness, but they don't want you to have a third person in the room. Then they write a report. Then they start to criticize your care. We're going to give you some examples. You got the picture now? And so you need to understand you have a strategy, but you also need to understand you can win this war. You can win this part of the battle. You can win this battle and the war and the trial and the settlement. But you have to know what you're doing, and you cannot guess. So, okay, let's let's talk about they write these reports about you. And so if you know these things going in, right? Then you have a game plan. Then you know what to do. You have a strategy. Sometimes they say in the reports uh, that you uh, are a malingerer. Sometimes they say in the reports that uh, you can't, you're not getting better because there are, you listen to these words very carefully, you're not getting better because there are non-physical barriers to your recovery. What did I just say? They say, these doctors, that there are non-physical barriers to recovery. What does that mean? And I ask him in deposition, what do you mean by non-physical barriers? Well, just non-physical barriers. Well, what do you mean? What they really mean is they want to imply you're making this up. They want to imply you're there for secondary gain. They want to imply you're a, you're a fraud. You're faking this. Let's talk about some other things, Brad. They talk about uh, your poor medical records, historian, uh, your prescription pain level levels. And one of my favorite ones, you either over-treated or you under-treated. They're never happy. Well, what's, what's amazing about these doctors is, you know, when, when the medical records are in their favor, then they will say that you're 100% correct in what was put into those records, and, what, and it's accurate, those records are accurate, and therefore the, uh, the, these are, the records are in our favor, and therefore we can use them against you. If the records are in your favor, then they start trying to find ways to say they're inaccurate. Well, these records don't match, or this is inconsistent, or you're saying something different now, something that I interpret to be different, and therefore, you, you now you're, med, you're a poor medical records historian, which really what they're saying is you've been lying to everybody. And of course, when they're saying you're lying to everybody, they're saying the medical records should be taken as if they're the Bible. And there's no chance that they're wrong or there's anything incorrect about them. And, of course, you should also be taking their words as being the Bible because what they say you told them is different from what the records say. And so, once again, they're going to say that this all falls on you as being a liar. 
not you know that that's their nice words medical records historian means you're a liar uh, they can say whether it's consciously or subconsciously or whatever, but the ultimate res- w- takeaway they want the jury to believe is that you're a liar and you're greedy and you're doing this to get money that you're not entitled to and you know you're not entitled to it. You know you're not hurt. You know you're not experiencing these symptoms and you're simply not telling the truth. Another attack they make is they look at your medical records and they put in the report that your your injuries reported and your pain levels reported are not consistent with this type of mechanism of injury or this type of accident or this type of rear end collision. The mechanism of injury is not consistent with your reported symptoms. What are they saying? They're implying you're lying. They're implying you're a fraud. You're faking. You're making it up. But you can win. You can beat them. You can call us 303 303- Seven nine five fifty nine hundred seven nine five five nine zero zero, or go to our website championsofthepeople dot com. Do not let them beat you. Do not assume everything's going to be okay. If you do nothing, do not hope and do not guess, but do know, do fight, do win. Sometimes they say you have a somatoform disorder. Wow. But I'm going to go back to my favorite one. You're not getting better because there are non-physical barriers. What does that mean? What in the world? You know, and when I press these doctors, well, what is it? What's a non-physical barrier? Is it uh, psychological? Are they making this up? Are they cheating? We, I've asked doctors in, the med, in their depositions, do you think they're just defrauding the system? You think Mrs. X over here is just cheating the system? Just trying to make all this up? You think she went to a year and a half of treatment just to make it up? You think she lost her job just because she's making the symptoms up? And, you know, Brad, sometimes the prescriptions and the pain levels, they say the doctors, these defense doctors say, well, the pain level in this state was only a two, uh, so she's getting better. Well, they don't. They know full well she took OxyContin or Hydrocodone two hours before the examination, and it helps her pain. So she honestly reports a pain level of a two. Well, we've talked about that before. We've talked about your the job as an injured person to be consistent with regard to the medical records and the medical care, be consistent with regard to what you put in those records. Don't rush through them. Don't just throw it in there. Don't assume the doctor is going to put it in so you didn't have to say it. You have to be as, as thorough as possible. We've talked about that before, and we've also talked about how the, the, the those records then get manipulated by, by the defense. Well, yeah, and sometimes they don't look at certain records, right? Uh, and they say you should have you should have treated more. You should have, you should have, you didn't, you didn't, right? Uh, I, I, you can't have it both ways. You can't say they undertreated, and you can't say at the same time they overtreated. Which one is it, doctor? Overtreated or undertreated? And you say you're criticizing. Are you criticizing, doctor, this insurance doctor? Are you criticizing their treating doctor they've been to for 19 years, 12 years, 8 years? The one they trusted with their life and the family treatment? you saying that doctor, when they ordered an MRI, wasn't, that wasn't reasonable and necessary? Is that what you're saying? And how much do you get paid? How much do they pay you, doctor? You can win this war. Bell and Pollock, you can call us anytime, 303-795-5900, 795-5900. I'm Gary Bell. My partner's Brad Pollock. We've been helping injured victims for over 30 years. Put our experience to work for you. If you come see us, we'll give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. You must have a game plan, a strategy. And when you do, and when you know, you can win. And when you win, you'll receive fair and just 
compensation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people. We'll see you next week.